drinks after work with the girls. With your girls, Shannon and Abby. Yep, I'm Abby. And I'm Shannon. <laughs> and this is Drinks After Work. <laughs> if you guys didn't guess it, I'm Shannon. She's Abby. This is Drinks After Work. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, bitches. It's been way too long. A whole damn week. Whole damn week. I have separation anxiety. We say that every week. We're like, we have so much separation anxiety. We miss you guys so much. Like, every time. The people listening are definitely like, okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. But we are so excited today because we have our very first guest on the show. Woo! Our very first guest. It only took (laughs) us a couple months to get one, but you know, it was worth the wait. Yes. It was worth the wait. But before we introduce our guest, we have a few life updates nothing nothing too serious but you know we wanted to keep you guys in the know yeah of course um but like abby said um you know we've we've had not too many left up updates but just like a fun overall weekend i think one Mm -hmm. thing we want to start doing is um i think in the boston area we go out to a decent amount of places yeah we like to support small businesses yes absolutely so we go to um you know a lot of local restaurants in boston we go to some of the large conglomerates as well but we won't Mm -hmm. mention them as much on here and uh, we thought that we would just kind of bring them up on the show because anyone that lives in the Boston area that's looking to, you know, go to new restaurants or kind of expand their horizons. If you find a place on here and you like it, that's awesome. We, we love the places that we go and we definitely want to support them. So this weekend for brunch. Yeah, we had a little double date. Little double date. It was an impromptu double date. <laughs> Very last minute. But um, we ended up on 75 on Chestnut, which was a cutie little, what was that in the... Beacon, Beacon Hill, Hill. Yep. Beacon Hill area. Yep. Um, super aesthetically pleasing that whole street, like yes. goals to live on there. Yes. But the restaurant itself was adorable. So cute. Yeah. And the it, food was good and the drinks were good. Yeah. They have like a great, um, like bloody Mary, um, concoction that they, mm-hmm. it's like huge, like the size of my entire head. It's so, a meal, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, it was like a meal. It's so good. Um, I know that Christmas time just passed, so we can't do this right now, but I went there before Christmas and you could like. So while you're getting your brunch, there's like an option to opt in to like make your own gingerbread house while you're there. Mm-hmm. So you can literally like get your brunch delivered to you and then they delivered to you <laughs> and they literally to the table. <laughs> bring you a gingerbread house that you can like make while you're like drinking and eating and stuff. So it's just super cute, cute and we, we highly recommend it. Yeah, but I mean, it was just a low key brunch. Yeah. But then it didn't stop there. We, we went to, well, you went to Sauce. Yes. Um, another place I went to, Sauce. Um, so... It's in like the Faneuil area. They mm-hmm. they specialize in French fries, which my favorite. Anyone out there that loves French fries, which is hopefully everyone, um, it's unreal. I got the poutine, um, and they have like a bunch of different sauces, hence the name that you can put on it. They have like a garlic sauce, like a chipotle sauce. So our Miami diet is going well. No. <laughs> speaking of our Miami diet so they shut down gyms in Boston yeah and I've just been like sitting here all week and I'm like I don't know what to do because I feel like we keep eating like Mm -hmm. and you know we're supposed to be wearing like bathing suits in in a month and I have no idea how that's gonna happen I've been like texting my friend who lives in New Hampshire and I'm like can I just like come over and like go to the gym with you and she was like okay if we have any listeners that have a home gym or you know like a Peloton in their house invite me over please so I can use your bike I was wondering where you're going with that I thought you were gonna say any home any listeners that have their own home gym like congratulations are good for you but no you're just inviting yourself over to their house I'm asking them to invite me yeah because your girl's gotta get her sweat on it's too cold out exactly no it's so cold and then saturday night we just had a we had a girls night yeah we i don't know if you guys saw on our in our insta story you should have at least we made a tiktok 
Woo! We, we had made, we had a TikTok. We just never posted on yeah, it. Yeah, well, we posted on our TikTok like videos from like our vlogs and stuff. But this was the first TikTok that we actually made. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm biased, but it was kind of cute. <laughs> yes, it was cute. We was we fun. thought we wanted like another platform just to put some silly little things out there. So if you guys have TikTok, um, you can look us up on there. Um, I think I think like, it's we just will, at drinks after work. Yeah, it's at drinks after work. So you guys can look us up on TikTok, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and follow us on there. Um, and you can see what's in store. And then my, my last update, and this is more of a question. So, mm-hmm. Abby, have you noticed that men out there, like boyfriends, like whoever they meet, maybe I feel like they start off all acting all tough about getting pedicures, and then when you introduce them to it, they absolutely they love, love it. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've never gone with a guy to get a pedicure, but uh, I know Mystery Man has said he's gotten one before and he loved it. So yeah. I, I think he would be down to go. I just feel like for guys, like they're just not used to like being pampered at all. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, oh, that's so weird. But once they get a taste of the yes. sweet life, they're like, oh, so this is why girls are so high maintenance because it's actually nice and fun and relaxing exactly so like literally five years ago I'll I'll never forget the first time I dragged Michael in to get a pedicure with me because I was getting my nails done and I was like well you might as well and he was like I'm not doing that that's so weird and I remember like he left the experience being like he was like Shannon like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me he was like my feet feel so nice like I just feel like I'm walking on a cloud right now he was like I love the foot massage I'm so happy he's like I'm gonna go back next week and he loved them so today we went to brunch together Mm -hmm. and we decided we were gonna get pedicures after brunch um yeah and so he invites his friend Brad to go Shout get pedicures with us and Brad was like yeah like I, get, I guess I'm down and Brad had never gotten one before so I'm literally sitting oh, next to yeah so I was sitting next to the two of them and they were all like giggling while they were getting their were pedicures. they ticklish who's more ticklish Brad I think Brad I think Michael. Brad don't tell Probably me this is his first one yeah and don't tell me they, I know they were Brad. sitting there like giggling getting their like pedicures down like so excited and then at the end um the women they were like hey like do you guys want to get like a clear coat of nail polish and Michael was like no and Brad was like do we do it? <laughs> so they got clear nail polish put on their toenails. And afterwards they were like walking around there because obviously it's winter. So they were wearing sneakers and they were like, do we take our sneakers off and just kind of like, you know, show the city like <laughs> what no, we got down there. are still disgusting. I don't care if you got a pedicure, your feet are still vile. Just, Brad came over to my apartment after and took off his, took off his shoes and took off his socks to like, he was like, I just want them to be on. Oh yeah. Foot. He showed me when, when I came over, he showed me his feet yeah. and I was like, put them away. Please, please just don't do that. Man foot is still not acceptable. Oh boy. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. We need to crack open this bottle. Oh yes. Guys, we're drinking champagne for the first time on this show. That we have a guest on. Yeah. Cause we're, we, you know, we're cheersing. Yes. What are we cheersing to this week? Oh, I know what we're cheersing to this week. <laughs> I know we were like, what do we cheers to this week? Okay. Cheers to, wait, I probably should open this first. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> hold, hold, please. I don't want this to like absolutely explode because what if it was like shaking around before we brought it in here? That would actually be really bad. That would be, and there's a lot of expensive equipment. Okay. Maybe point like that way. Okay. Here's hoping that this goes well. That way. <laughs> Woo! Okay, we're in the clear. Wait, that was. Oh no, no. Like okay. Second pop. Okay, Perfect. we did it. I'm actually pretty impressed that I didn't like completely explode that everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, we wanted to drink champagne this week, guys, because we're celebrating our first guest. Um, we have 
since we first started this podcast journey, we've been talking about like who our first guests would be, bringing them on, and we wanted it to be special and kind of a big deal mm-hmm. um, for us and someone that we thought that you know we could learn from and our listeners could learn from as well. So um, before what, what, we get what? into that, let's... <laughs> I don't know. There's something afoot. What? Yours is way more than mine. Okay, fine. I, Are you trying to limit It's me? the bubbles. Yeah, I can't yeah. tell how much is actually okay, in there. Okay, all right. The all right, now that, I'm going to die. Make you happy? All right. Okay. So before we introduce her, cheers to our presenting sponsor, Apothic Wine. Psych. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Apothic. However, okay. we've been trying. Yes. I feel like the more, if I say it like again and again and again and again, like it will happen. Like I know it'll happen. So without further ado, let's introduce our guest. Let's introduce her. Let's bring her in. Bring her in. Proud to announce that our first guest um, is a boss ass bitch. Um, she's awesome. We had the pleasure of meeting her the other day. Um, by the you know early age of twenty four, she has launched a successful YouTube career with o- almost three hundred thousand subscribers. She has a podcast called The Real Real with almost eight hundred thousand downloads. She has her own consulting agency called We Bloom Agency, and she's also in the process of launching her own app. So. Like what? I'm trying to take notes because I'm like, this girl, like so much more accomplished than I'll ever be. (laughs) Yes. Mic mic drop. (laughs) Literally. Yes. So um, I know when Abby and I, we we heard about her a while back and Mm -hmm. at first we were like, oh my gosh, this is so intimidating. But I think now we're looking at it as inspiration. So um, thank you so much for joining us. It is Natalie Barbu. Thank you for joining this evening. Woo. Coming from, are are you in Charlotte right now or are you in Florida still? I'm in Charlotte. Yeah, I'm back at home. Love that. So we actually um, heard of Natalie from our friends that are from Charlotte. So shout out to the Parker brothers, Clint and Kyle. Yes. For making this happen. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, it's such a small world. It is (laughs) such a small world. I know it's crazy. I know we, we made that connection like randomly somehow Clint was talking about you and we've been following you on YouTube for a while because we thought your your videos were awesome so we're super excited to have you on the show so how is how is your evening going how's how's your week been so far good I've just been doing some work and I just got a puppy so it's like literally a full-time job taking care of him I bet. So I've just been like running around the house <laughs> taking care of him pretty much That's do you awesome. do you have a drink are you drinking this evening I am, but I forgot to drink and like pull out like a beer. So I am drinking coffee. So love that. <laughs> a little late. Love but. it. That's okay. <laughs> love it. Well, any any drink counts here. It's drinks yes. after work. It doesn't matter. Doesn't what matter drink. what kind. <laughs> doesn't matter what kind of drink. Um, so Natalie, obviously, you know, we're a huge fans of, of yours, but could you please, you know, I guess tell us a little bit about yourself to our viewers and kind of, you know, what you've done, maybe start from the beginning of kind of your career with, you know, social media, YouTube, podcasting and, and everything like that. Yeah. So I started my YouTube channel when I was 15. So I was like a baby and wow. I did not know what I was doing. I was so bad at like videos and I, I tried making like makeup tutorials and it was just a mess. <laughs> like it was so bad. Um, they're still up my videos and they're so cringy, but I keep them up so people can kind of see like it gets better. Like you can get better on here. Started from um, the bottom. So I started then. Yeah. And then I went off to college in North Carolina at NC State, and then I moved to New York City. Well, I got a job in between. I got a job at Accenture, like at a consulting firm, and then I quit my job and moved to New York City, and I was living there before the pandemic, and then once my lease ended, I decided to move back home, 
Um, and then I also started like We Bloom Social, which is my agency. And it, we help brands reach their audience through like influencer marketing and through social media strategy and all of that. So that's kind of what I've been working on is mainly just like YouTube and the agency stuff. And it makes me really happy because like I've been working with brands for so long on YouTube that it's so nice kind of being on the other side of it, like kind of like working with the brands, helping them like work with influencers. So it's like a cool, um, I guess like it's cool being on the other side, kind of seeing like the business side of things. I love that. Um, I saw that you were recently on another podcast that I was listening to and you guys talked about how when you first started your YouTube channel, you were so young and you were kind of, um, people were finding out about it and you kind of took a step back because you're like, oh no, like people are finding out and I don't know if they were like saying mean things or whatever or, or whatever it was, but I, we, we both related to that because I remember when we first started our podcast, we didn't want anyone to know. Like we, we were like, oh my God, like yeah. we don't want people to know and let like, unless we have like a following or like we have a few good videos out there just because we remember like when we first started our podcast, it was horrible. Yeah. Like you can see if you go back to our YouTube channel, the old videos, they were like we were just so uncomfortable in front of the camera. And I thought it was so relatable what you said about how once you got to college, you just didn't care anymore what people thought of you. Yeah. Wait, so can you tell us yeah. about that though? So you're yeah. 15, like, and I know you kind of went through like the whole like rundown of, you know, your career so far, but you're 15 years old. Like what was your inspiration for being like, all right, I'm just, I'm going to put a video out there and just kind of see what happens. Yeah. Did you guys watch like Bethany Moda or like Juicy Sorrow 7 or those girls growing up? Because that that was like, those were like my idols growing up. I was like, oh my God, like they're filming makeup tutorials in their bedroom and they, you know, like look like me. They're around my age. Like I can totally do this. I was just honestly bored and I like loved watching <laughs> these girls like put on makeup for some reason. And so I was like, I can do it too. So I just pulled out a laptop and like just filmed it on my laptop camera, which like quality was so bad back then. <laughs> um, and I just pretended like I knew what I was doing, but like, I really just watched those girls and was like, they remind me of myself. Like it, I thought like, oh, I could be friends with them. Like if we lived in the same city or something, like they were all teenagers, they were all really young. Like honestly, the average age was probably like 14, 15, like teaching people how to do makeup, which is just so funny. Um, and so that's kind of how I started. I was just like bored one day and I was like, I don't have anything to do. I remember it was like raining and I was like, there's no, no one was home. So I was like, whatever, I'll just film this video. And then I just like became obsessed. Like I really love filming. I got like three subscribers on the first day. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, I cannot believe I got three subscribers. Like it was like <laughs> the biggest deal to me, but I didn't want to tell anyone. Like I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell my siblings. I literally no did not tell anyone. Aww. And then a few months later, I told like my parents and stuff and they were fine with it. And then I, I still was like, I'm not telling anyone in my high school because I was like, people are going to make fun of me. Cause back then, I mean, it was 2011, 2012. I mean, that was weird, you know, like right. if, I feel like it was not like social media wasn't a thing then you know like Instagram wasn't even a, a, around like Instagram mm -hmm. wasn't even like made yet so like I it was just so weird like to film yourself and then post it online like people just it was not something like that registered with people at all do you get that like feeling I, I feel like it's a little better for us now but you're talking to a camera and even though there's no one there like you could be alone in the room but you get like stage fright <laughs> even though it's oh. like no one's there but you, you feel like your voice octave changes a little bit and you like feel it happening and you're like <laughs> no stop that <laughs> just no, be totally. yourself I always do that I always like 
every time now when I'm vlogging, it's a little better, but like if anyone else has a camera or like if I'm filming like a sit down video where I have to be, you know, just like talk about one certain thing for a long time. I, I have like a, a voice that I'll like switch on. And I'm like, yes. what am I doing? Like, I need to like <laughs> not have that. Like, it's like not natural. You can we all have that. Voice. Yeah, we all have it. And you like listen back later and you're like, oh, why I, like, why can't I just sound normal? Why can't I just be me? <laughs> I know. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome. Um, what, what do you think was like the switch for you? Like when you got to college and you were like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm going to start posting videos again. Like what, what was that? Like, what in your head was like, no, you know what? I don't care what people think. Like, did you just wake just, up one day? Yeah. I mean, I just remember like really missing filming. And I remember thinking like, why do I care what people think about me? Like, it was one of those things where it was just like kind of a wake up call of like, wait, why do I actually care? And like, I remember seeing other girls that I would watch on YouTube. They were like moving to LA. They were, you know, live like working with brands and they were so confident. And I was like, it's not weird. Like, I know people might think it's weird, but like these people are so successful doing it. Like people shouldn't care that I'm doing it. And at that point I was already starting to make like a little bit of money. Like I'm talking maybe like a hundred dollars every like three months, you know, like not a lot, but like it was something. And so I was like, this is cool. Like I'm getting paid for this. Like it's like a job. So I was just like, whatever, I'm going to, I'm going to post, like, I'm going to post on Instagram that I do YouTube on like my public Instagram where my friends are actually on, not just like a (laughs) private one, you know? So Mm -hmm. it was just honestly like a switch for me. Yeah. We did the exact same thing. We, we first started off, we were like, okay, so we're going to tell our immediate friends um you know we're gonna try to like attract whatever like random audience out there but we're not gonna tell anyone like from work we're not gonna tell anyone from high school no one from college and we were like it was the weirdest thing feeling because you're like keeping it a secret but like not keeping it a secret and you'd be so scared if people found out and then you reach a point where I think for us it was during the the pandemic where we were like honestly like we're sitting here with nothing to do like this is something we've both wanted to do mm-hmm. for so long and the only thing holding us back is what people what might people think. think of us yeah but I just I think you reach a point where you're like in the end of the day people like the people that aren't supportive of you it's like it, those aren't people you want in your life anyway so like who really cares what they think and did you did you have like a similar experience like was there was there anyone that ever said anything to you or is it just like your perception of like how people felt yeah, I th- I feel like it was more of my perception. Of course, there were some like snippy comments or like, like people would think it was like funny kind of bringing it up, but I was so insecure about it that I was like, oh my God, they're making fun of me. You know, it was like a, oh, I saw your YouTube video the other day and it'd be like a guy that was watching it. And I'm like, you don't wear makeup. Like this video is not for you. You're obviously like, just like making fun of me oh. for it type of thought process but and even if they weren't like malicious like it wasn't I would never say I was bullied or anything like that it was just like little comments that kind of rubbed me the wrong way or like kind of laughing at it but thinking that I would find it funny too but I was so insecure that I like didn't find it funny like that sort of thing um but I I feel like it still was more of a perception thing and like if people talked about it I, I didn't hear it that much so that was always good like even if people had comments about it I was like whatever like I don't need to talk about it amongst yourselves like don't you don't need to tell me yeah but I don't think it was that bad yeah. I agree whatever people have to say about us behind our backs it's behind our backs for a reason let's freaking leave it there like I don't want to know it's fine yeah I'm like you talk about me all you want if you're not my friend whatever like I just don't want to get back to yeah me. but also hate comments are still comments yeah yeah like literally you're still giving me <laughs> coins so exactly um bring them in 
what was like your moment like or did, did you have a moment that was like that breakthrough moment where you were realizing like you know you first started with, with three subscribers and you know you were kind of putting some videos out did you have like a moment or like a video that just kind of took you to all of a sudden like wow like maybe I could you know make something pretty big out of this Honestly, no, I didn't have any like viral videos or anything like that. So I'm actually kind of glad that I didn't because I feel like I've my my growth has been so slow and steady that like it's really prepared me for everything in a way. Like I feel like if I just blew up, like went from zero to 100,000 in a few months, it would just I would feel like I would have to make that same type of content or mm. I would be trapped in like exactly what made me go viral because that's what people want to see. So I feel like with my growth, it was more of just like along the way people kind of followed along. And so they really got to know me and I got to know my audience really well. So I honestly prefer that. But I will say like once I graduated college, so my senior year, like when I started college or when I started my senior year and then when I ended it and when I graduated, there was a lot of growth there. So I feel like that, like once I graduated college, I kind of realized like, hmm, maybe I could like quit my job and do this, you know, full time. Like it, I started like realizing that it was possible. So that was a moment for me, but it wasn't like a single video that like popped off or anything like that. It was really just like over time. I was like, hmm, okay, maybe I could do this. So I'm honestly very glad though, that like nothing went viral. Cause I look at people like, like Emma Chamberlain or girls like that, that like blew up and don't get me wrong. Like kudos to them. They're amazing, but it's also like, they're so niched now, you know, they're so like, everyone right. knows them for like one certain thing. And I feel like that's all that they know them for, which I mean, listen, she just bought like a $5 million house. She's I'll, I'll take well. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that I wouldn't want that, but it's, it's one of those things where like, I am glad that I like grew slower rather than just like blew up all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. And like you're, I feel like you're like what, what you're basically saying is like you're being like the most, most authentic version of yourself all the time. And the content you're putting out is things that you want to put out, not what people expect of you, which, which is awesome. Yeah. And I don't want any of those like, oh, you've changed comments. Like <laughs> people have like grown up with me. So I'm like so glad. Like I've never gotten one of those comments because I feel like people just grew up with me and like we're all kind of the same age. So it's been honestly really nice. Like I like the audience that I have. Awesome. So before we shift off of YouTube, is there any advice that you would give our listeners if there's people out there that want to create a YouTube channel, but they don't know how to start, where to start? Just yeah, any advice honestly, in general? Just like just start and like just literally film your first video, even if it's bad, like it probably will be bad because it's everyone's first video is bad. Like just film something and edit something and put it up, even if it's not like the best piece of content, because you're never going to get better unless you actually just start making content. And like everyone's content in the beginning is pretty shitty. So like <laughs> you have to start Facts. and then like you'll get better along the way. So that's kind of like my mentality is like put out bad content and then just like grow and learn. And like, you'll see what you like and what your audience likes and what you don't. But like, I think people spend too much time like planning it and like never actually doing it. It's a great that. point. I feel like the go-getter attitude is like one you need if you want to start a YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's like you can't, like you can always decide to do something else. Like if you put out your first video and it sucks and you're talking about, I don't know, um, like Pokemon and you like want to switch yeah. the subject over to something else, like you can do that. Like no one's stopping you from like yeah. going out and like, I mean, I feel like we've changed. Yeah. I mean, Completely. we've kept our, our brand the same, but I feel like we've changed like our like vision and like where we want to go like six times already. And I feel like that's just part of like growing and like trying to create a brand. So that oh, makes sense. Totally. Yeah. I've done that too. I've changed literally like a million times. So, <laughs> so <laughs> normal. what was like the, 
inspiration behind creating your own podcast? Because I love the whole message behind it. And I'll let you explain um, why you started it and like the whole brand behind that. But um, yeah, how did you decide to do a podcast one day? Yeah. So honestly, I just like started listening to podcasts and I really loved the whole, like, I felt like I was with the person in the room. Like I just like learned so much and I always heard people talk about listening to podcasts, but I never actually listened to one myself. I was like, I don't understand like why people love them. And so I found um, the Skinny Confidential, which I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. listen one, to yeah. them, but yeah, love their podcast. And like, I started listening to them at work and I was like, wait, this is so fun. Like they have such cool guests. Like it's a really good way to get to know people. And so I was just like, I could do this with my friends. You know, I was like, I, I first started just really interviewing my friends and like what their lives were like. Like um, one of my friends was a teacher. One of my friends was you know, a doula, one of my friends worked in, you know, she, they were a photographer. So I just like had my friends on that did like different things to kind of show like the inside scoop of what their lives were really like. And like the ups and the downs and not just like the glamour that you see on social. So that's kind of how it started. And then I started reaching out to like people that had, you know, were had different jobs or people I didn't know in real life or, you know, like anyone that had, that was like an entrepreneur. Like I just wanted to reach out to them and like ask them to share their story And I feel like all the time, like entrepreneurship, for example, or like social media, they like, it feels, it sounds so perfect. Like whenever you're like talking about like, oh, this is my job or like I own a business, it sounds like, oh my God, your life is great. So I kind of wanted to show like the real, real rather than the highlight reel. So that's kind of where I got the name from it. Um, And I just, I I was like, I want to talk about like what you don't like about it or like what advice you would give or what's so hard about it, you know, and I wanted it to feel like a conversation with a friend. So that's kind of just how I started. And again, I just literally like put up my first episode and was like, here you go. And <laughs> here it went is from there. Yeah. And like learned along the way, but it's really fun. I love it. Cause you get to meet like so many people. That's awesome. That's so great. And I love what you said about the, like, you know, what we, what you see on Instagram, just, it isn't real for anyone it's only right? a like, fraction it's just a fraction of your life yeah. and it's you trying to portray your life in a certain way like even if you're the most like down-to-earth person like I feel like that's just the case and it, it kind of reminds me of like you know growing up I remember I always wanted to be a lawyer and I would see lawyers like on tv and I used to watch suits and I was like oh my gosh that's gonna be me and then I've talked to multiple lawyers who were like it's not actually like that Shannon most it's of the time a lot of paperwork you're just sitting there like reading and like going through paperwork and it's not glamorous at all so I love that because it it's it's so real like understanding that these like glamorized versions of things that you see on tv or online or wherever like it's not it's not always the case so I think that's awesome yeah yeah exactly that's always what I thought it's just like no one's life is as perfect on Instagram. Like even if you're the most like relatable person, like people still are only going to show like a certain version of themselves, you know, because you just don't want to share everything. Like it's right. also just like, you don't need to have some privacy. So I agree. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. So you've got a lot on your plate. You've got a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you've got a podcast mm-hmm. and now you have your consulting company. You have a Patreon. Yes. Yes. And, now an app so yeah <laughs> so yeah that's how that's crazy. how do you juggle your time like I, I don't I don't even I'm trying to juggle like just two things and you're juggling like 10 and I'm like I, I need to take notes yeah what how <laughs> do you do that all I guess like so many of them kind of intertwine so it's a lot easier because it's not like like it'd be different if I had like a YouTube and then also like I was on like a sports team and then I was doing something, you know, like they, they all kind of blend together. So that makes it a lot easier. Um, so YouTube, I love the whole like 
authenticity and like vlogs and everything. Cause I can just like take people along my day and I don't actually have to like sit down and film a proper video. So it's way easier now that like vlogs are popular, but honestly, it's a lot of just like time management and like my Google calendar is literally my whole life. Like I just like <laughs> everything is on the calendar. Like I can't, like if something's not on there, like even when you guys invited me for the podcast, I was like, can you send me a Google calendar invite? Because I 100% would have forgotten if it wasn't on there. So like, that's completely fair. Things. You're a busy girl. Yeah. <laughs> I just like need it on the calendar. Um, but honestly, it's just like time management. And also I feel like I, I have a lot, but I also have a lot of help too. Like I have someone that I work with. I have a manager for YouTube, you know, like I Mm. literally could never do it if it was just me. So I feel like as I've grown and as I've like gotten bigger in a way, I've just like got taken on some help also. Cause like, I literally could not do it if it was just me. So really just like time management and like a good planning system and then hiring people or like asking people for help, honestly, it's like literally yeah. so important absolutely I think like the the weird thing is is like when you're, when you're in college I feel like you don't realize this but it's the same way in my job like in my like regular like daytime job where time management is such a like a large part of everything that we do and I feel like it's something that like doesn't get talked about when you're in high school or even in college yeah. and I feel like also when you get a job and you're like wait time management is like 70% of any job like learning how to juggle everything like effectively like be prepared for for meetings or whatever that you have going on is is such an important part of like your day-to-day life um and is that like so I know you have this consulting consulting like company that you that you created that you founded is the point of that to try to help people like kind of plan out like what they're going to do with like their social media ventures or kind of what what is that aimed towards Yeah. So I really want, well, started kind of with like helping people with their personal brand, whereas just like individuals that wanted to grow in social or like make it their business. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped, well, I kind of converted that into the Patreon because it was like easier for me to like reach a lot of people, but not spend a dedicated hour with everyone. Right. So that's why that was just a lot easier. So I I focus more with like brands now with like reaching their audience. So I feel like so many brands want to work with influencers or want to reach their desired audience, but they just like, don't know how to, they're too salesy or they're too like promo. Like, you know, it's just like not organic. And I feel like now everyone likes that organic, like authentic, you know, sponsor, like that authentic commercial, you know, that doesn't even look like a commercial. And so I'm kind of helping brands do that with their stuff. So kind of like a marketing agency, but we do also some PR with like reaching out to influencers and like, things like that. So I kind of just founded it because I realized that I worked with so many brands that I just felt like did not know how to work with influencers or like, didn't like know how to really like promote their product without sounding like a billboard, which like no one really (laughs) wants to hear anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I started it. But again, it was honestly just like step-by-step, like first I worked with individuals and then I kind of like shifted that to brands and like, it's so small right now. It's like we're really trying to just like get clients right now. Like we have very little, like we have a few clients and then we're hoping to grow, but like, it's nothing that's like, oh my God, I'm, I ha- it's like huge. And like, you know, anything like that. It's still in the very like baby stages of the agency, but I'm like hoping that it grows over time. Absolutely. I mean, I have faith. Yeah. yeah. You're doing <laughs> good things. And Shan and I were literally just talking about how we need to sign up for your Patreon. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't know why we haven't already. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. What, it's $5 a month, right? Yeah, there's That's, one for $3 a month and then one for $5 a month. Oh, girl, $5. You have our money. Yeah. I also just think, <laughs> like, in. The, the community aspect, too. Yeah. Like, there's so many people who, like, just started in, like, the social media world who, like, have a good idea or, like, potential, but they're like, I've never done this before. And I feel like just having a community or, like, meeting people that are going through the same thing is, like, half the battle sometimes 
sometimes. So I feel like you're like being so modest. You're like, oh, it's so small right now. But I feel like it has so much potential because of the fact that, like you said, a lot of brands are looking, you know, to work with like influencers or whoever it may be. And I feel like vice versa as well. So that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, also like, I feel like community in general is so important, even with like anything that you do, because I feel, I feel like people think that social media and this type of world is so competitive, but honestly, I feel like it's such like a nice, like everyone's happy for each other. Everyone's supportive of each other, you know, like just because you have a podcast and someone else has a podcast doesn't mean you're like competitors, you know? So I feel like it's a really like supportive community, honestly. I love that. I agree. Okay. Do we have any questions before we move on to the more fun ones? Yeah. Not that they're not fun, but (laughs) more personal related questions, I should say. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think in the end of the day, like, you know, with, with managing everything that, you know, that you have going on, I know you said that you're really into planning, really into scheduling. Um, do you, you know, what do you do to try to like unwind, I guess? Cause like you have all this going on during the week and I'm, and I'm sure it's stressful and I, I feel like you handle it very well, but what do you do to kind of like take your mind off of it or kind of give yourself like a mental health break? Like whether it be in the nights or the weekends, just to kind of make sure that you're, you're staying in check and that you're mentally in, in a good spot. Yeah. I try to have my weekends off. Like I really try to make it as much of like a normal job as I can. So I'm like, don't want to check my email over the weekend or like, I want to like actually leave my house over the weekend because I get too comfortable (laughs) at home. Yeah. Um, so it's like one of those things. Um, and then also I have like a nice like morning routine or, you know, where I like drink my coffee and I'll like work out or something that's like not to do with work. But now that I have the dog I literally have like no routine anymore it's just like when the dog is sleeping I can finally do something or like when he's like being calm I can do something so honestly this past two weeks has been very tricky to wind down but usually it's just like having some sort of routine or like watching Netflix at night and like having my weekends off (laughs) I love that yeah well at drinks after work we are huge believers that we talk about work all the time. Yeah. We've been talking about work with you, but now let's, let's get into some non-work yes. work stuff yes. because, you know, work consumes our lives, but mm-hmm. you know, we still have lives outside of work and we want to know more about your life outside of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think the reason that we, we created this podcast and the, you know, our, our, our vlog and everything is like, all right, it's like that time after work, you get to sit down with your girlfriends, talk shit, talk about literally whatever you want under the sun that doesn't involve work. So, um, first off our favorite question are you single? Shannon, Shannon asked everyone, are you single? Are you single? <laughs> everyone I meet, I'm like, are you single? <laughs> if not, what do you look for in a man or a girl? Honestly, I'm sure a lot of the guys that listen to our podcast would love to know, are you single or are you are you currently dating? So I do have a boyfriend. He lives Sorry, in guys. Boston, which is funny because you guys live in Boston. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm there quite a bit. Um, we've been dating for a year and no, oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, two years, <laughs> not a year. I'm like, wait, how long has it been? Two years now. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love really, that. I think but... it's been like six months. Oh wait, no, it's three years. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So sorry guys, she is off the market. Um, have you, okay. So you have such a successful career and you have a lot going on. Has that caused any like problems or complications in your personal life, whether it be with your boyfriend, your family, your friends, like, right. Like like, I could see like how you being so busy could have a strain on like some relationships. Like has, has that like with the whole time management, like, do you find it hard to make time for other people in your life? Yeah, I think some, I'm really bad at like keeping up with people. I feel like it's Mm -hmm. kind of like if we aren't together all the time I'm not the type of person that's like let me call you every 
other day, you know, and catch up, which honestly, I wish I was more like that. Cause I think I love people that are like that, but I'm just so bad at like keeping in touch with people. So like a lot of my relationships and my friendships are like one of those friendships that like you can go months without seeing each other, but when you're together, it's like nothing ever changed. Like, I'm not really good at having those friendships that like you have to talk all the time. So <laughs> I honestly, like maybe with those friendships, like I'm not that close with people like that anymore, but like my actual like core group of friends and like I'm I have there hasn't been like a strain or anything like that and like me and my boyfriend will like FaceTime every night and we're long distance so like it makes it easier to be like independent because Mm -hmm. we literally can't see each other all the time so like we'll text throughout the day or like have like random FaceTimes but it's it's kind of like nice that I get to like do my own thing during the day and then like we can kind of catch up at night and like not you know, we're not like together 24 seven. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's awesome. And so important. I'm, I'm the same way as you, honestly, I have a few friends in my life, um, including the one sitting next to me that is one of those friends that's like up your ass. So good. <laughs> Blowing up your like, phone. <laughs> that's yeah, like so that's good me. about like staying in touch and like in the morning is like, what are you up to today? What are we doing today? Like, what, <laughs> like literally, you know, Phoenix and Ferb is like, what are we doing today, Ferb? <laughs> but I, I'm more like you where like, I feel like I have friends too, where like you could go months and you see each other and it's like, nothing has changed. So yeah. I feel like that's awesome. And I feel like either way, like whatever works for you is kind of the most important. But I know you mentioned that your your boyfriend lives in Boston, which you told us the other day. And I think that's so funny. Like another example of how it's such a small world. How did you, how did you meet him? How did you like start dating? So we met actually at my job when I worked at this consulting company after college. Okay. So we both worked at Accenture and we met, it's funny because we've been long distance ever like forever. So we met in Chicago because our training was in Chicago and it was one of those like I was there for two weeks and he was there for three days because we had like different trainings, but we met at some like networking event with like an open bar and just like hit it off and kept talking and then kept like talking, kept FaceTiming. And then we started visiting each other randomly, which is like so funny because I would, everyone's like, you just visited him. Like I didn't even really like know him. And I was like, I mean, I met him. Like, when you know, you know guys. too. Yeah. yeah. Like if like, you wouldn't have gone, internet. right. You wouldn't have gone if you didn't feel as though it would have been not safe or something. So, yeah. So we kind of just did like long distance ever since, but it's funny because we literally had just like two nights of hanging out together, like not even during the day. And then we just like kept talking. So. That's awesome. That's yeah. also like the, the the downside right now with like all these events and stuff being closed. Cause I know so many people that met their significant other like through networking or through work or through something like that. And I feel like it's so hard for people these days. Yeah. Um, like I know all of our friends, I feel like are like they're on Bumble and they're like, I never, I haven't seen, like I just like want to see someone else or like, it's just like the same stuff. Someone like every single friend group. It's hard to meet people, um, which like, and I know we were talking earlier about her living in New York, right? And yeah. how it must be hard to meet people in New York, like boyfriends and stuff. Yeah. What was yeah. what was the dating scene like in, in New York City when you lived there? Yeah. So I was, well, since I was in a relationship, I didn't experience actually like being single in New York, but all my friends were single, like all, literally every single one. So I feel like it was hard because it's one of those things where there's so many people. It's a city with like millions and millions of people that when you do meet someone it's like one mainly off a dating app and also it's also like people think oh well I have other options like people Mm. are not like monogamous you know it's very like oh well I'll go on a date with you but like there's so many other people like if I just like if people didn't like one thing about someone it's like oh there's someone else because there's so many people so I feel like it's actually harder to date in a big city. And I hear the same thing from like my friends that live in LA. It's like all the guys there are just like looking for something else. You know, it's like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. So I 
I feel like it's actually kind of hard and like I don't know the guys I just feel like aren't that genuine like they're very like I don't know you see them at a bar and like it, they're just all the same like I, so I will I not like be Boston moving to similar, New York or LA like answer that sounds horrible I know yeah, you mean so it's not 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 good I feel like it's too too many options sometimes I feel like is a bad thing yes and, and, and I've talked to a ton of people like who um you know have used a lot of like the dating apps like I know one one of my guy friends who's on every single dating app under the sun like you name it he's on it um and and he says sometimes it's tough because you have so many options that like even if you meet a really awesome girl and she's so nice and fun and smart and you have a great conversation like in the back of your head you're like oh maybe there's someone better out there like maybe like maybe there's like a more like perfect version of her so you're always kind of like searching for that next thing versus just like meeting someone and liking them Mm -hmm. like all right like I'm I like this person like I'm, I'm good with this i feel like living in such a big city like the possibility of like are having endless. something else is, is it's like olive garden isn't that they're saying breadsticks are endless <laughs> opportunities are endless yeah <laughs> it's just like olive garden <laughs> <laughs> okay so what is your ideal night out pre-pandemic like what like a, like i'm talking a night out like what do, what do you like to do i miss going out so much like that's mm-hmm. definitely the number one thing i miss um and traveling obviously but I just like, I miss the whole, like, you come back home from whatever, like work or dinner or whatever, and you're like getting ready. Music is blasting. Yes. Like having a drink while you're getting, putting your makeup on. It's like 11 PM and you haven't left yet. And then you're like texting people, getting an Uber, like trying to like chug something before the Uber gets there. Like that I would kill for right now. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes like it's more fun <laughs> than going out. Yes. Getting ready is almost, like the whole event of getting ready is more fun than actually going out. Yes. Like having your friends over, like you said, like blasting music, like, yeah. like, like lucky by Brit- Britney Spears, just like <laughs> blasting that, like getting ready. Like I think putting on a cute outfit is like such like a big like I don't know mood like, changer yes like sometimes just, like yourself? putting on new clothes like physically like because I feel like these days we all like are chilling with our sweatpants on and we have our friends over for a wine night but just like putting on like a cute outfit and like doing your hair and like going out somewhere I feel like just gets you in this mood and it's oh, like yeah. so exciting yeah and just like honestly I I know some people are like even when we're out of this pandemic stay six feet apart from me I'm like no I want to be in like a crowded <laughs> bar like I want to Literally, like I just like miss that because it's been so long since I've been out. I want all my friends like right next to me. I want to hug all of them like every second of every day. I'm like that too. Literally. Okay. So this is drinks after work. So what is your go-to drink after work? Um, honestly, I like, I like, a, normally I'll just get like beer cause it's easy. It's, I like beer. I like more like lighter beers or like um like a blue moon or something like that like citrusy so I just like carbonated stuff so anything with like beer vodka soda um even like a white claw or anything like that like anything carbonated I will drink so are you big usually my go-tos are you a big soda drinker I don't drink soda but I drink like carbonated Carbonated, water all the time or like those like zero calorie soda things that have like natural flavors (laughs) in them yeah (laughs) those things I like love drinking anything carbonated Oh, I love that. That's great. I feel like I feel like not a lot, not enough girls drink beer. So like, I love hearing that. I know. You know what I mean? Like me and we, we did a taste test of beer. It was horrible. <laughs> me and Abby, like we talk, talk, speaking of like cringy YouTube videos a few months ago, we did like a taste test of like a bunch of different fall beers like on our YouTube. It's so funny because we know nothing about beer and we were like trying beers and we're like, what's an IPA? Trying to like review them. And we would like try something and I was like, oh, this is definitely like an ale. Like it's really light. What's an ale? And I was like, wait, are ales light? Like, I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> no idea. We I look so stupid on it. I don't know anything about them. I just like know what tastes good. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. Like yeah. I like something that's like not too like bitter tasting. So, yeah. Like I'm anytime we go out, I'm always like, what's the lightest beer that you have? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Um, okay. And then, you know, we're going to play like a quick little game, but before that, I'll uh, last question. So, you know, obviously you've mentioned like having a group of friends before and, um, staying up with them within like your social circle, would you consider yourself to be introverted or extroverted? Which friend are you? I would definitely say introverted. I'm very like, I don't, I'm, I'm observant. I just like observe mm. the crowd. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would probably say introverted over extroverted. You know what's Wait, interesting? Sorry, oh, sorry. What's your zodiac sign? I just need to know. <laughs> Can you guess? Are you good at like guessing or? <sighs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. So. Oh God, I, I don't know. People say I'm an Aries. And it's like I'm a really like a, I think it's like double Aries and then something else. Like your sun, moon, moon, and rising. You have two Aries. Yeah, I love fire. Fire. Yeah, it's a fire sign. Yeah, fire I, love fire. <laughs> I love fire. I love fire. I love playing with fire. fire. Um, no, I just I think it's interesting you say that because a lot of people I've met that are like content creators and are so successful on YouTube are or honestly even podcasts are introverted yeah. and you would think that like being a personality and like having to be in front of a camera would mean that you're extroverted but sometimes I feel the opposite to be true so that's, that's interesting that you say that yeah and it's funny because like like yes I have sometimes like you will get like 20,000 views on a video so it's like 20,000 people seeing it but I don't picture it as 20,000 people. Like when I'm recording, it's like, I don't see anyone else. So I'm not like, you know, it's like, oh, it's just me and like whoever's watching. And even like comments, like, unless you actually see people physically, like I'm so mm. bad at public speaking. I feel like, you know, like I, I get so nervous if it's just like 10 people in a room, but cause I'm not actually like seeing them. I'm, I like don't picture them. So it's fine, <laughs> but I would not be good if I in like on a stage. <laughs> like if your YouTube videos were like live, like, yeah, like actually yeah. like physically in person, then hard that would pass. be <laughs> hard yeah, pass. I don't even like, yeah, I don't even like going live. Like even that I'm like, Oh, I don't like seeing the number of people like actively watching. I'm yeah. like, I don't but like never go live on anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to play a game before we let you go of this or that. So, but we're going to do it rapid fire. So literally no thinking, just boom, boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. No and pressure. It, <laughs> and if, and if you hesitate, you have to take a drink of your drink. Okay. To drink of your coffee. <laughs> you have your coffee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Go first? Yes. All right. Okay. Red or white? Red. Mimosa or Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Okay, blonde or brunette, guys? Brunette. She's like, my current boyfriend's brunette, so I <laughs> yeah. have to say brunette. <laughs> <laughs> um, early bird or night owl? Early bird. Sweet or savory? Savory. Nightclub or dive bar? Nightclub. Beach or slopes? Beach. The office or friends? Um, okay, I'll take a sip, but I like both. I also like really like Parks and Rec. And oh, okay. All of those four, but I would probably say The Office. Nice. Okay. Haley Bieber or Selena Gomez? Oh, Selena. <laughs> oh, controversial. I was, oh. Like, I was telling you, I was, like, I was like, I don't think anyone would say Selena Gomez over Haley, but here we are. <laughs> do you mean in general or for Bieber? Like, do you want Selena and Bieber together or do you just like Selena more than Haley overall? 
I like Haley's style. Like, I really like her style. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I like just Selena Gomez in general yeah. better, I feel no, like. No, she's, yeah. so, she's so talented. I, I love her, too. Um, okay, hit workouts or yoga? Yoga. Full glam or no makeup? Um, no. Mm, I usually wear no makeup, <laughs> but I like full glam. Okay. Okay. It okay. <laughs> was a little iffy, but we'll give, we'll give you a pass. <laughs> um, cake or pie? Cake. Leather or lace? Oh, <laughs> lace. <laughs> Pasta or pizza? Pasta. Online shopping or in person? Online. Cats or dogs? I think I know the answer to this. Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> watch football or watch basketball? Basketball. Road trips or flights? Flights. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday or Sunday, fun day? Uh, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, I agree. Because um, of the crippling anxiety yeah. that comes when you have Sunday <laughs> Monday. Yeah. Um, would you rather, you know, watch YouTube or listen to a podcast? YouTube. Silver or gold? Gold. Um, New Year's or 4th of July? New Year's. East Coast or West Coast? East Coast. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Um, piercings or tattoos? Tattoos. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. And vodka or tequila? <laughs> tequila. tequila. Oh, Ooh, yes. Let's go. We love that. We love tequila. We love a good upper. Wait, which, which yeah, type? What's your... Say, I would... I was going to say, I went on like a night out, like a tequila shot before you go. Hell yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. We love a girl that can throw a tequila shot back. Yeah. Cause it's the only upper, right? So it just yeah. puts you in like a good mood. You're like ready to go. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has honestly been so much fun, Natalie. We appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule for um, you putting us on our, putting us on your, you know, Google calendars. <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, it was such a blast getting to know you, meeting you. And I know right now, cause of the, you know, current environment. Um, we're over Zoom, but I hope that next time you're in the Boston area, we can actually meet in person and grab a drink. And um, it's been a blast meeting you. So thanks so much for joining yes, the show. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yeah, I appreciate it. Have a great rest of your night. Thanks. thanks. Bye. 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 All right, guys, that was fun. Yes, that was so fun. Natalie's awesome. I know, I know we were nervous before interviewing her, but she was honestly so Oh, all day. I was like, oh my God, I've never interviewed someone before. <laughs> I'm going to suck. I saw your Google. It was like, how to successfully interview someone. <laughs> Let us know um, in the comments below if I need more work or not. Answer is yes. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining this week. Yeah. As always, we have a blast with you. Uh, really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your busy week. So listening to this podcast, it means more than you know to Abby and I. So we're going to go finish off the rest of this bottle of champagne. But uh, before we go, please don't forget, um, if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, please subscribe. Um, tell your friends about this. If you're on YouTube, please, please subscribe, comment, um, like this video. Tell people about it, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Peace.